the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. When we think about all that our Lord went through to make available to me and you the things that the Bible says God has prepared for me and you, it's only right that we receive and achieve everything that God has for us. Especially when we think about the phenomenal price that God paid to make all those things and opportunities available to us. It's only right that we receive and achieve everything that he's made available to us. When we see that as true, then we have to see the opposite is equally true. That is, it's wrong for us to not do so. It would be wrong as wrong could be for us to not live out the life that Jesus bled and died so that we can have and live. It would be wrong as wrong could be for us to live less of a life than the one that Jesus bled and died to be lived out by you and me. That's why every believer should learn about and be about what we need to be about to make sure that those things that are rightfully ours are actually ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Joshua chapter 21, verse 44. And the Lord gave them rest round about according to all that he swear unto their fathers. And there stood not a man, oh, I'm about to woo right here. And there stood not a man, a man of all their enemies before them, not one. The Lord delivereth all their enemies into their hand. And there failed not aught of any good thing which the Lord had spoken unto the house of Israel, all, all, all came to pass. There fell not aught. Somebody say not aught. Not aught, not aught is, is nothing. It can be translated naught. Aught is naught. Not, not one thing wasn't received by them that God promised them. Come on now, go back in your Rolodex in your mind and think about all the things that God said to you over time about different things that he was going to say he was going to do. And then, uh, and then bring those to the forefront because they're going to be seen by you. Go back and look at all the pre- exceeding precious promises that he said, how he was going to use you. Praise God, that's before life started abusing you and, and, and pulled you off track and caused you to be able to even step back away from what God has in store for you. And bring it back to the forefront and know that God said, I'm still going to use you. Because not aught of what it is that you sought is going to be uh, not received by you. Because God said, I already fought the battle and I want it for you. And I'm about to bring you the spoils of the reward and the rewards of the battle. And I'm going to bring this thing to you. Not, I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read it again. He said, I'm just reading. 
I'm reading the Bible. What am I reading? Verse 45. There failed not aught of any good thing which the Lord had spoken unto the house of Israel. And all came to pass. Well, we're going to be able to do the same thing. We're going to be able to stand and testify about that. And say not not aught of anything God promised me has not come to pass. I'm living on the land that he told me to. The acreage is mine that he said he would give to me and you. I got the house that he told me to have. It's, just, it's got all the, 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 the stairways that it said it was going to have. It's got the one in the front that everybody else can go up. And it's got the one in the back that only the family go up. It's got the one that comes down in the back, you know, to the, to the, to, to, to the, to the uh, kitchen and, the, and, and, and family area too. And then it got the one that come up in the front, praise God, that we can walk up to. We can walk up the front one, praise God, looking like Beverly Hillbillies, praise God, because it go up, you know, like that, you know, Pretty well. And then we can come down the back, praise God, looking like the Huxtables. Amen. Uh, uh, pre-rape. You know, is anybody hearing me up in here? Amen. We, amen. We, we can go down. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Praise God. So it's the one that we want. The one that was promised. The one that you was looking at. Put pictures up at. Saw yourself in. Cut another picture of your head and stuck it over there so it can make it look like you was in the car. Praise God. Y'all, y'all remember none of that. God said, everything that I promise I'm going to do, all the good things that he promised me and you. Now, since we know God is going to do what it is he said he'll do, then we ought to live our lives. Number one, knowing that God is going to do everything he promised me and you. Since we know that God was going to do what it is he said he'll do, then we ought to live our lives knowing that he's going to do everything that he promised me and you. See, the first one we knew is that one he did for everybody else. Now it's time to live life that he's going to do it for me. Come on, say it out loud. It's my turn now. See, before we, we learn in scripture about how he did it for everybody else, everybody else, everybody else. We hear in Sunday Night Live how he did it for everybody else, everybody else, everybody else. But now it's time for us to make the shift. Everybody say shift, shift. It's time to make the shift where we have in our mind and it's going to happen for me too. Why? Because that word is available for me too. These things that he has in store are rightfully mine's, just like those were theirs too. So we ought to, number one, know that it is that God is going to do everything that he promised me and you. And number two, that all of what God has prepared for us and promised us is rightfully ours. It's rightfully ours. That second thing is one of the things that helps the first thing to be able to manifest. Second thing that you know is rightfully yours is one of the things that helps the first thing, and that is that he'll do it for us to be able to manifest. Because once we know that it's ours, then it's easier to believe that we can be, it can be received by us. Are you listening to me up in here? Like, for instance, you walk into a, a dealership and you look at this sweet ride. Oh, my God, you can't wait to sit down inside. But when you get up from there, you don't think you're going to pull it away from there because you don't believe it's really can be had by you. You were just enjoying yourself, you know, taking a look at something that could never be you. Just in case it could ever have the opportunity to be you. But when you sit down in that car, praise God, and then roll down that window, praise God, and imagine yourself, you know, having a, the wind hitting you in your face. And then the dealer walk up to you and say, oh, yeah, by the way, God purchased this for you by his grace. And they hand you the keys. It's yours. That changes things. You're like, oh, watch out now. Oh. See, God wants you to get in your mind and get set in your mind that these things are rightfully yours. What are they? Rightfully mine. Turn to 1 Timothy chapter 6. 
Because we don't want to believe that God can hook us up like that. But hurry up and believe that God will hook us up like that. We don't want to believe that we can have it like that. Come on, lose the false teaching that Satan gave you and accept the teaching that God has for you. That you can have it like that. Because if you don't believe it, you can't receive it. But if you can, you can. That is, can't believe it. And you can't receive it. God was trying to tell the um, rich folk. He, he was coming hollering at rich folk. Talking to rich folk. About, you know, what he wants them to have in terms of a mindset. Well, I'm talking to you, rich folk. About what you're supposed to have as a mindset. Look at your neighbor and say, do you know you're standing sitting next to rich folk? Look at him and say, you too? Tell him to say, good, so I can relax because I know you ain't going to ask me to borrow nothing. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> say, because a lot of rich folks sitting next to one another, they ain't got to worry about nobody asking them nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. They can go ahead and relax and go and be rich. Are you listening to me over here? Then go ahead and put that big old bling ring on. Praise God. They don't have to like switch it over to the other costume when, when they come up in. Praise God. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Let's just move on. Because they know I can walk out with it and my finger too. Praise God. Amen. First Timothy chapter 6. That's what, we, that's what we went to. See, our God was talking to rich folk about a mindset that he wanted rich folk to have. A lot of us focus on one of the parts of it, especially those of us who ain't rich. We like to focus on one of the parts of it. But God said, no, I need you to focus on all of it. In our case, we're going to throw out the, not throw out, we're not going to discuss the first part. We're going to discuss the second part of what he said. First Timothy chapter 6, God speaking to rich folk like you. He said, verse 17, charge them that are rich in this world. Say, that's me, that's me. Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God. Anybody here trust in the living God? Well, from this point forward is the part I want you to focus on today. Now, we already know don't trust in uncertain riches. That word uncertain actually translates in the Greek uncertainty of riches. We already know don't trust in the uncertainty of riches because riches come, riches go. Amen. Riches may say yes, then later on they say no. So we don't trust in that. We trust in God whose promises are always yea and amen. We focus on him. This part I want you to focus on. But in the living God who giveth richly. All things to enjoy. Who giveth richly all things to enjoy. See, our God. Somebody say the living God. Our God gives us things that he wants us to enjoy. That'll bring joy to our lives. He gives us things that he wants to enjoy. That's going to bring joy to our lives. See, our God, speaking of the living God, richly gives us all things to enjoy. He said he richly gives us all things to enjoy. The word richly means abundantly gives us all things to joy. It also means copiously. C-O-P-I-O-U-S-L-Y. Copiously. E-I-E-I-O. Copiously. <laughs> he gives us all things to enjoy. That's like Eastside Detroit Dictionary defines that as retardedly. He retardedly gives you all things to joy. Retardedly. It's like saying, hey, you know, can I have a piece of candy? Can I have a piece of that candy you got? You're like, sure. And then you give me a piece of that candy. I was like, dang, that, party was, that candy was good. And he said, did you like it? I'm like, yeah. He said, well, I'll give it to you richly. And you're thinking like, okay, pray now, I'll get another piece. And all of a sudden, in a day or two, you hear beep, beep, beep. 
back it up to your house and stuff like that. You're like, what the, what's that? What's that? You know, they roll up that back, they roll up that back, you know, thing. And all of a sudden, you see them pull out the, 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 the pallets. Thank you. They pull out the, the pat and they start pulling. You see it now. You, come on, come on in here with me, baby. Come on. Help me. Stretch your hands toward these people so they can see it. Praise God. Well, the pallets start coming out. And then they start like, you know, you know, turning it over and then bringing it over to your house and then drop it down. And then they go back and then they pick up another one and drop it down. And you're looking on it and it's like packages and packages and packages. And you're like, what the heck? You say, excuse me, man, this ain't no warehouse. Where you going? And they say, oh, you know, the person said that you like this candy. So they're giving it to you richly to enjoy. Richly to enjoy. But you're like, hey, man, what, what am I going to do with all this candy, man? I said, this is it's retarded. I, just, I mean, I just said I just like a piece of candy. So you got to understand the God that you're dealing with. Can I hurry up? Can I talk? It's a, you got to understand who you're dealing with. See, one of the things that's helpful is knowing who you're dealing with. If you're going to be with somebody, at least understand that person that you're with. Come on, the Bible teaches husbands, dwell with your wife, your wife according to knowledge, which means you better know this chick. If you don't know her, it's going to cause you major problems or even worse, that you may miss out on all the things that I made available to you when I brought her to you. Because if you don't know her, like you're supposed to know her, then you won't know all that is in her that God has packaged there for you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And so many people end up giving away the most awesome package that they could have had that would have made their life so much better, but they didn't recognize who they was with. It's like that with God. So many people have no idea who they with. Let me tell you one of the things about your God. I ain't got time to be telling you everything about him, but I'm going to tell you one of the things about him. He's a God of more than enough. He is El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. Enough is enough. More than enough is dang. Enough, enough is enough. More than enough is like dang. So when they're pulling these pallets out, it's like dang. And then you're looking in there, and they're like, hey, it ain't, it ain't finished. I got more up in there. Beep, beep. And they, you're like, man, that's just ridiculous. A God of more than enough is a God who ridiculously giveth to us all things to enjoy. Ridiculously gives to us all things to enjoy. Our God, the living God, richly gives us all things to enjoy. That phrase all things means all, any, every, and the whole. All, any, every, and the whole. All things are given to us by God. And they're given to us to us to be able to enjoy anything that's given to us by God is a thing that's given in us with the intention that we will enjoy everything that's given to us by God is a thing that God gives us intending for us to enjoy what he's about to hook us up with the whole of everything that's given to us by God is given to us with enjoyment in mind. That's why he's bringing to you at that time. In fact, that word all things also translates all manner of things. All manner of things. That mean, I mean, all manner of things. That's what it means. It means all manner of things. All manner of things. Whatsoever, whatsoever God richly gives is for you to enjoy. 
God has your enjoyment on his mind. God has your enjoyment on his mind. So God's going to bring things to you that and has prepared for you things for you to enjoy. And then I like this. That word enjoy actually means translates have full enjoyment. It actually translates to have full enjoyment. Now, many of us have had joy. But have we had full joy? Most of us have had, say it out loud, sis. Come on up in here. Can we come in there with you? Then say, say, we about to. Amen. Praise God. Don't leave us out. Praise God. Amen. We about to. Full joy. See, God has prepared for us things that are rightfully ours that he intends to give us so that we can have full enjoyment. I mean, it's like full enjoyment. How do you know anything is full? When you can't fit no more in. Can you imagine yourself get to the point where you got so much joy, you can't even fit no more in? Anybody ever been a little kid? So the rest of y'all are clones then, huh? Amen. I got a room full of clones. Praise God. Amen. Has anybody here ever been kids? Okay, that's a little better. Praise God. You remember when you was a little kid and somebody started tickling you? And you'd be laughing and enjoying it for a minute or two. But after a while, you're like, stop, stop, stop. But they don't stop. And you stop, please stop. And you say, they don't stop. And all of a sudden, they get wet around you. Praise God. And they, say, and they like, stop, stop, stop. they like, stop, stop. That's full. How can you tell it's full? Because not only can you not fit nothing in, but everything else start coming out. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. The overflow occurs. Praise God. <laughs> they couldn't stand no more laughing. They couldn't. They could, the, the joy was too full. And their bladder no longer was. Praise God. But it, it's like that with God. God said, I want you to understand. I want to give you all things to richly to enjoy. I give it them. I like this also. He said he giveth all these things. That word giveth also translates offers. Offers. Now this gets deep. He offers. So before you get excited about all that he would give you, understand that what he wants to give you is an offer. Now true enough, the Godfather will give you, Godfather will give you an offer that you cannot refuse. But people refuse it Every day. Look at your neighbor and say, I hope he ain't talking about you. Because he sure ain't talking about me. Mm-mm. Come on, you get, get an old head. I hope you ain't, talk, ain't talking about you. Because people refuse the offer that he gives them. God sitting in heaven want to bless you. Want to richly give you all things to enjoy. He wants to do this for you so that you can be on full enjoyment. But the problem is, is people don't want to accept it. God offers us all things to enjoy. But it's up to us to be able to accept the offer that he richly offers to us to receive the things that it is he chooses to be rightfully ours. God has already chosen these things to be rightfully yours. Remember, remember, don't forget now, don't forget the God that, let me tell you another thing about God, you know, to help you. God knows everything. 
He knows everything. What do he know? Everything. Everything. He knows everything. He knows you better than you. Come on up in here. Single folk in the house say, hey. That's why if you want to be married to somebody, don't ask him to let you marry the one that you want. Say, Lord, give me the one that you want. Because that's the one that's going to bring you full joy. That's the one that's going to be designed specifically for you by God. Not just for you in terms of what you know about yourself, but for you about what God knows about you. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, don't worry. God ain't going to have you marry Miguel a gorilla. Amen. You see, a lot of people get nervous when you say stuff like that. Oh, Lord, he going to just give me a gorilla. <laughs> and tell me this gorilla is right for me. Oh, no, no. See, no. God know you. What you say? Thank you, Jesus. God, God know you. God know you. God know what you need before you have need of it. God know what you need when you don't know what you have need of. God know. Look at your neighbor and say, God know. Mm-hmm. That's why you want God. Well, let me add that. Let me add that, that, that point into this point then. Well, in that the God says that I give all things that are richly to you for, for you to enjoy means I'm going to give you all the things that I know that you need that's going to bring your joy on full. The things I know. Amen. Everybody say amen. Because I know some of you automatically went, let me see, Maserati, I need this. I want, I want Jaguar. I want the Jaguar. Praise God, I want the big cat. I want, I want this. I want that. God said, ho, 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 stop, 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 stop. I know what makes you have joy. I know what to give you that's going to have your joy on full. He might give you, I'm just using this for example, you know. You might be after this one thing. He might come around and give you a whole nother thing. And in your mind, initially, it'll be like, I, I, I would have thought of more or different. But then after you use what he gave us to use, you say, I'm so glad he did what he did. Because he knew better than I. He'll do that with the person that you choose. So you choose somebody, it don't work out. That's why the last 15 of them didn't work out. Because you chose them. God said, let me choose them. Because when I give it, I add no sorrow. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that the things that God says in his word that he has for me and you are true. Saints of God, God's word is true. The things that he said in his word that he made available for me and you really are made available for me and you. It's true. God's promises rightly belong to me and you. So let's do what we need to do to believe God's word is true and do what we need to do to make what God promised can happen in our lives to actually happen in our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, 
Come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. Make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. I believe every born-again believer should heartily say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. That's because there's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers and worshiping God in the house of God. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say from the bottom of our heart, thank you too. The Bible says that God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure you reap what you sowed. We thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being the tremendous blessing that you've been to us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is be a blessing to a blessed people like you. Once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 